commence primary ignition. Primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there? And welcome back to yet again another episode of Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller. And I am joined by none other than Chewbacca this week. There he is. Also known as DJ Foster. DJ, what's up? (laughs) Hello. I'm doing great. In fact, I wanted to show this off really quick. I've been picking the light of the Jedi back up this week and almost done. I've got like less than 10 chapters left before it's all said and done. You think less than 10 chapters. Like for me, I feel like every book I read in school growing up was like if it was more than 10 chapters, I was out. Like Mm. I just didn't care. So that's a big milestone yeah. for me to read a book that has more than like 30 chapters. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, no, I'm kind of the same way personally. Like reading yeah. novels is tough for me. Yeah. Unless Star Wars is on it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> and that, I'm the same way. Like you said, you're that way with video games. I'm that way with the video games and the books as well. Like mm-hmm. I am not a gamer, but I love Star Wars video games. So I'll yeah. sit down and play those all day, but all day. But all day. <laughs> for clarifying, I kind of, it hit me this morning uh halloween is is sunday mm-hmm. and i i don't really own a halloween costume yeah this is my halloween costume i i just figured get with the festivities for the day and uh just you know see if i can't you know break a sweat in this ridiculous chewbacca hat uh um, oh you're you're gonna break I'm, a sweat the fact of the matter <laughs> remains that before this show's over i'm gonna see how long you know what i'm gonna see how long i can go with this hat on mm-hmm. um before it comes off it's just i'm already kind of feeling it and it's not exactly cool in here so yeah. we'll just kind of see what, how that goes hey, as the well, night goes on <laughs> well good luck hopefully uh we're able to get through it uh hopefully. sure we will we're gonna have yeah, a lot of fun we'll gonna have a lot of fun on on this week's episode man there's two big news pieces one of them is official news the other is currently in my opinion online speculation uh and we'll get to that in a minute but first of all thank you so much for checking us out yet again another week by the way if you don't know if you're new tuesday we do geekverse reactions live on youtube at seven o'clock at night that's Central Standard Time, by the way, where we talk about Marvel, DC, you know, you know, you name it. And then Thursdays, that's the, really the special days for us, if I'm being completely honest. Thursdays live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we discuss Star Wars. So that's what we're doing here on this lovely evening. But if you're listening on the playback on our podcast platforms, know that you are greatly appreciated as well. We're so thankful for your support. And whatever platform that you are on, please cl- click that subscribe button. We would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment if you're on YouTube. I love recently I've been kind of trying to comment a lot more with the people that do comment on our videos. So so do that. We would love to have some conversations with you. But we're going to switch it up a little bit this week. Uh, We are going to kick off the show with our fair enough segment. So let's hit it. Let's kick it away. Fair enough. What's the situation, Captain? 
That is right. If you are new here to Mando Talk, what is Fair Enough is probably something that you're thinking about right now. Fair Enough is a segment where myself and DJ share a Star Wars hot take of the week. These could be anything Star Wars related. We got movies, TV, animation, comics, novels, whatever. It doesn't matter. And you can share a hot take, too. You know, we would love to get your fair enough take on the show as well. And you've got two options. Option number one, you can send us a message in Discord. Use the hashtag fair enough, and we will know exactly when to read that on the show. Or you can send a tweet to at Mando Talk. And again, use that hashtag fair enough. And we'll know to read it then. So uh, let's do this thing. We're going to pass it on to DJ's got a hot take ready to go. If I, I'll be transparent to the, the audience. I'm going with the flow right now. We're going to see if something pops up. But right now, I do not personally have a hot take this week unless something comes to the dome. So DJ's going to bring the hottest of hots for Ooh, us this week. I don't know if it's the hottest of hots. You know, it's not like when you go to the Mexican restaurant and they say, be careful, this plate is hot. Okay. And it's, it's not that hot. However, I think it might ruffle feathers, potentially. We'll see. Okay. Um, and I, I teased it in a, for clarification. On, in our Fair Enough segment, I never tell Caleb what I'm doing. Right. Caleb never says what he's his fair enoughs are to me. That way we're both surprised and you can have that fun with that um, interaction. And of course the reaction as well. But before I do that, I want to say hello to Royal Farm Boy. He's up in the chat, gave me a new MC name. He called <laughs> me D, he called me DJ Baca. DJ I've, Baca. I've, DJ Baca <laughs> in the house. <laughs> but I, I might have to use that, and then I need to learn to DJ now. I don't know. I don't know how to DJ. That's one of these things. That's the worst thing about being named DJ is mm -hmm. people are like, "Oh, are you a DJ?" No. And then now I've been I've been playing drums for ten years, so now I tell people no, but I play drums. It's like, and they're like let down for some reason. Anyway, that's enough about me. And if you're in the chat, tell us hello. Um, join us over there and just, you know, we like to talk and have some fun there. So anyway, here is my fair enough hot take for this week. Let's Naboo, the planet Naboo, you've heard of it maybe, or mm -hmm. maybe not, you know, Naboo should have been named Alderaan in the prequel trilogy. Ooh. Yeah, I think that, and I, and full disclosure, I saw somebody tweet this weeks ago. I don't even remember where or who tweeted it, but a lot of very interesting things happen when you put that right there in, in the middle of that story. And I have no idea. There, it's very possible an early draft of the Phantom Menace had Naboo as Alderaan. And, and really, when you look at them on, on paper, you know, they're very similar. They're very beautiful places. Every time I see someone say on Twitter, hey, if you could go to any planet Star Wars, where would you go? Like Naboo is like the first one you always see. Alderaan for me is that place because I like the mountains and we got that nice little snippet of it in um, Revenge of the Sith. However, let me explain why I believe that it should be um, or it could have been uh, Alderaan rather than uh, Naboo. First of all, it would have given a greater impact to the story of A New Hope, making the destruction of that planet something connective to the greater story of the prequels. I think that would have been a lot of fun, really cool. And I think if Lucas had considered that, and maybe he did, but like if he'd actually gone forward with that idea as a story point, it would have been really interesting, I think, to mm. watch the progression of episodes one, two, and three and the Clone Wars, and maybe even a handful of episodes of Rebels had they decided 
to do anything on Alderaan uh, in Rebels, which I wish they had. May there's still jury still out on Cassian. There's a good chance that the Andor series will do something uh, on Alderaan. That's cool. But you know mm -hmm. what? I think that would have been number one, the coolest thing there. I think the second thing is that uh, Padme's funeral scene at the end of Episode Three would have been even more sad. Mm and would have made us really like, wow, Vader knew what he was doing when he was on the Death Star with Tarkin, you know, and Leia. I think that he would have known something serious was, was really taking place. That would have upped his level of evil. And mm -hmm. third, and finally, I think, again, it would have made a major connection for fans coming out of the Phantom Menace in theaters back in, in 1999 to making a connection to uh, A New Hope. Now, major downside that I could that was really – there's probably a lot of downsides to this, but the number one downside I can think of of what we already have is it would let on immediately who the mother of Luke and Leia is within like seconds uh, of the beginning of that movie. And it would have made the reveal of Padme being the queen of Naboo in Phantom Menace kind of eh. But then again, if that was something they decided to go with, that could have, you know, really made for something interesting. So that's my fair enough, and I'm sticking to it. I like it. I mean, the concept of it being Alderaan, I think, would of Naboo being Alderaan would have been very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, the only I downside to that is that there's absolutely no Gungans left by the time a new hope that, comes around. <laughs> that is that is a major downside, but it would also allow for people like when I was a kid, I always ask questions: Why don't we see Gungans in four, five, and six? It's kind mm -hmm. of a question I always ask, and I know we had a Doug. Uh, the same species as Sebulba that was put into the Blu-ray release of Return of the Jedi. And that's, that's close. You know, it's a Doug, Doug's aren't like native to, um, what is it called? Naboo. So it wouldn't yeah. have been like a big deal there. However, you know, it's just one of those things that I thought when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I like that. It adds a, a much greater weight to the story mm -hmm. of the prequels as a whole, you know? Mm. And I think it even makes, uh, the Vader hallway scene in Rogue One even heavier, really yeah. too, because you then know, you still know what's coming. It, so I mean, you know, ifs and ifs and buts, you know. But yeah, yeah it's still I think a neat concept. And um, I said this at the, you know, I mentioned that could have been a different name. Uh, Roll Farm Boy said uh, he thinks Alderaan had a different name in the early drafts of A New Hope, and to my understanding, Lucas wanted it to be Utapal, which mm. we eventually got in Revenge of the Sith. Correct. But, Correct. Know, so there, there's that, and uh, it's it's kind of a neat little thing, I think. So yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I love it. Now I did actually come up with one. Good. It's not necessarily a hot take. Oh, and and by the way, I, I think we we did get a hot take from a real farm boy. We did. We did. Yeah. Do you uh, want? Let's see. Yeah, I, I I I can read it. I can read it. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Rural farm boy said, hashtag fair enough. My hot take as is say. Star Wars fans should learn to read Urabesh. Urabesh, yeah. Urabesh, my bad. Yeah. You know, my, my southern just, accent coming in. Um, I don't know what it, it could be. Or, Urabesh, Arabesh. I, I no love idea. that. I love that idea. I love it's that take. Up. It's coming you know? off. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I can't, can't blame me. <laughs> can't do it. It's too hot. All right, moving on. No, I love that, that take there, RFB. Love that take. I personally do not know how to read it. I know me and Jacob, whenever yeah. we see stuff, like we Google and like, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, what's I've that? done that. What's that? What's that? Uh, we do that, but we don't know it like off the dome. We can't no, do that. <laughs> people who know it off the dome, I envy. And then they like out nerd me. 
on on a whole not like this like even people like just a kind of geeky connection with tolkien people who can speak the languages tolkien wrote i'm like how how did mm-hmm. you man how yeah, did you get to that level it's insane it's insane all right here's my fair enough let's hear it. take let's hear um uh, here it is um i personally this is kind of like a business thing a business okay. take okay i, I like think it. it's now don't get me wrong this is never gonna happen never ever 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 <laughs> okay. gonna happen all right i think it's a mistake that disney after a certain time won't release 4k editions of the mandalorian or oh, ahsoka yeah. or andor or obi-wan kenobi because me personally Right above me is my entire collection of my Blu-rays, 4Ks of the entire franchise. I think we should, I think at some point they should get to the point where they acknowledge that there is that collection community out there that likes Mm -hmm. the physical copy of their Star Wars content. Yeah. And I think at some point they should release it. And and to, to even add to that, there's still some countries out there that do not have access to Disney+. Plus. And so how else are they going to access the Mandalorian, the number yeah. one show in the world when it's out, if they can't even get it? So so they're probably having to watch yeah. it illegally somehow, illegally downloading it. And it's just a mess. Why not just release it on 4K, Blu-ray or DVD, whatever, after a certain time? I get it. You want subscribers to come into Disney Plus. Right. But at some point, reward the fan base, put them um, out there on those platforms. Fair enough. I mean, I, I don't disagree with that at all. And I've heard many people say that they would rather have a physical copy. You know, I doubt Disney Plus is going away anytime right. soon. And right. I and I know as long as I'm subscribing, I'll still have access to that. But you make a really good point that there are people who don't have access to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's not just people who don't subscribe, you know. For some people, whatever the subscription fee is for Disney Plus, they legitimately can't work that into their budget, you know, but you could go out and and buy season one of The Mandalorian on Blu-ray for, I would imagine, you know, it's eight episodes. You could fit it all on one disc, you Mm -hmm. know, and then throw in maybe some behind the scenes from Disney Gallery. Why not? It's there. Well, for comparison, 30 bucks. Yeah. And for comparison, I mean, I think there for a while, whenever The Office was on Netflix, it was yeah. the number one show on that platform. It but was. Yet you could still go out there and, and buy the complete disc yeah. uh, series. Oh, absolutely. So why, not, why, not, why not do that with, with some Star Wars? And stuff? even to further that point, I'm a Peacock subscriber and I own all nine seasons of The Office on DVD. There you go. And so I have two options. Yeah. But I bought all nine seasons of it on, on DVD when I found out it was leaving Netflix. Mm. Right. And so right, right, that, right, and that's right. the difference, I think, with Disney Plus versus other streaming services sure. is that they won't, you know. Yeah. It's Star not going Wars away. Never, it's not leaving yeah. Disney Plus. No, not at all. <laughs> and that that's one of their I mean, it's, that's why it's one of the five columns or, or bubbles at the top of when you right. the homepage, you know. Right. Well, that's it, folks. That's I our like fair it. enough segment, man. I like it. It's our best one yet. Fair enough. situation captain well hopefully you're really enjoying that fair enough segment and i was really glad that i was able to think of one there off the dome as we were going and i really liked djs i like djs this week i agreed with it it wasn't as hot as pedro pascal shouldn't be the mantle 
but hey, it's I'll, never, I'll never have one. That was like straight up burning in lava on Mustafar. Yes. And this is just walking through Tatooine. That's all that's the difference. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, let's get to these two big news pieces now. You know, we wanted to do the fair enough at the top to make sure. OK, now I can look at the clock here and see how much time can we have so much fun with these two. News oh, yeah. Pieces. Oh, and yeah. I think we still have plenty of time uh, in order to do that. So, DJ, without further ado. Let's finally talk about these two things that I cannot wait to discuss with you. What's first? First of all, I'm excited about these. And this is one of those things that I, I would consider it speculation. Okay. Um, But I think it's so worth noting that according to the website, making star Wars, we know them for so many great leaks. um, Andy circus will appear in Andor. Of mm. all the shows that they could possibly put Andy Circus in, they say, Andor, let's do that one. And in the report from Making Star Wars, they revealed that it's unknown if Circus will play a new character or the character he, her, uh, excuse me, he portrayed in the sequel trilogy, Supreme Leader Snoke, which I personally love Snoke. Mm-hmm. I think Snoke is awesome. Which we talked about him like two weeks ago, didn't we? We did. And I thought yeah. that, did we like, we spoke this one into existence, I think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We always make things come true, man. We do. That's how we do things around here on Mando Talk. We prophesy the the name of Snoke is what it is. <laughs> In all seriousness, um, this li- makes us ask a lot of questions. I mean, th- there are a million different questions I think that this could go with. And um, especially with the fact that, Andy Serkis is hot off of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that he will be portraying a character in Andor. It could very well mean that he is directing an episode Ooh. or producing or Ooh. something similar to that role. I mean, shoot, they may just have him come in there and run the camera for a shot. I don't know. I, I mean, I like that. Maybe he was spotted on set and they just don't know that he's directing an episode i know and that is he's kind of a sleeper director right now he's only done a couple of projects you Mm -hmm. know we've talked about those on geekverse um but let's kind of look at our questions for this particular news topic caleb i'll go with you start with you on this one do we expect him to portray a new character or snoke and i know we disagree on this because we we have messaged about this we we have i personally expect him to portray a new character Mm. Mm. only because i know how talented not just me everybody should know at this point how talented andy circus is uh and especially you know for me as far as live action portrayal goes i immediately think of avengers age of ultron and black panther whenever he's what's his name is it crawl claw ulysses claw yeah yeah, I love him in that. I love his live action portrayal. We're getting him in the Batman soon live action portrayal. Oh, yeah, I want to see Andy Circus like in the flesh in the Star Wars uh, galaxy. And for some reason, I just expect that he's kind of been doing a lot more of that recently. He- he's been taking on these roles where he's more so in the flesh and he's not necessarily doing all of the. I don't know. Motion capture. Is that what it is? Yeah. As far as Gollum okay. and Snoke yeah. and everything goes, I've, I've noticed him like branching out and focusing more on that talent and that skill set. And 
I would like to see that skill set applied in the Star Wars franchise. And I think he would probably want to do that. That's why I expect it to be a new character. Yeah. But DJ, what about you? Well, I, I personally would love to see Snoke return. Somehow mm-hmm. Snoke returned, you know, like that would be a lot of fun. But you, you're, you're not swaying me so far the other way that I'm abandoning that, that mm-hmm. hope. I, I really think, you know, I really want to talk about your perspective on this for a second because okay. I, I noticed with interviews over the last few years, Andy Circus comes up on a video, whether it's Facebook, TikTok, you know, Twitter, wherever I see it, I'm, I'm stopping and I'm watching it because I revere the man's talent and ability to act so much. And I've, mm-hmm. I've said that a hundred times on this show. Uh, but if he were to portray a new character, I think it, it presents some issues. Um, you, we've never seen an actor play two characters within Star Wars. You know, like we've never seen, for example, uh, Peter Cushing play Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, just I'm throwing something out there. And I, and I know that Andy Serkis, because he's a, he can do the British accent and he can put that on. Uh, he probably is British, actually, now that I think about it. But uh, he very easily could just be another Imperial officer type or something. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's very simple. It could be that. But right. I just don't, I don't really see them doing that. I think the director or producer option is more likely Mm. Um, just given where he's at. And you made a good point about how he has been trying to do this more over the last few years. I know I've seen the Venom Let the Be Carnage stuff and then also uh, an, an appearance on James Corden last year. Um, mm-hmm. He said, James Corden asked him, would you do, can you do Gollum? And you can kind of tell it's been 20 years. He kind of, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to keep doing Gollum. Mm-hmm draw a very quick line over to motion capture and you have not wanting to do motion capture, mm-hmm. which I know I'm kind of hurting my own argument here by saying <laughs> that I'm, I realize that that's why I'm kind of like, I get where you're coming from. Does that yeah. mean I don't want to see Snoke? Not at all. I would love to see Snoke again. Mm-hmm. So I, I really want that to happen. I would love to see that happen. Um, but if it doesn't, I'm not going to be upset about it. I know Andy Serkis's talent is, on point always so yeah. if if that's what happens great you know that's that's a win for me honestly as a fan of him and, and his ability mm-hmm. uh just in all those different kind of areas yeah um, so here's the second question mm-hmm. now we did do we said do we expect him to see see and i kind of messed up the question that's on me no, do, we ex- do we expect to see him you say no i say yes now do we want to see him i've already said yes Caleb, do we want to see Andy Serkis play a new character or do we want or do you want to see him play Snoke again? So I do expect him to be a new character. Okay. But my once it is Supreme Leader Snoke. Oh, okay. You I know, like that. I, I did mention in while we were discussing before the show, I mean, it was like three, four days ago, whenever this rumor report, whatever you want to call it, came out, we were. Yeah you know messaging back and forward you know our thoughts on it and i said you know this is the opportunity they have if they really want to with you know the spoilers for the bad batch if you haven't seen it uh in the finale of the bad batch they show up to this location that very much could potentially be mount tantis that location that's in the throne trilogy it is where all the different cloning was going on for for yeah. Palpatine and all that secret dark side magic stuff. Um, 
they could connect to that. Snoke mm-hmm. could make a presence and or is in that time frame, it, which then could in turn connect to the Mandalorian season two. Whenever we saw that disfigured Snoke looking face person in the blue yes. tube, then it could connect to the sequels. It could, it could connect to Exegol. You name it. Like the connections go on and on and on. And of course, it's another connection to Thrawn. And I'm all about somehow getting Thrawn in a live action role. Speaking of, I mean, that would that's a that's a possibility, right? We could get oh, yeah. Thrawn and Andor, couldn't we? We could that's get Thrawn. Frame. We could get Thrawn and Andor. We could get Thrawn. And we know we're I mean, I'm I'm of the opinion we are getting him in Ahsoka. Yeah, I yeah, same. same. And before I don't want to get ahead to our, our major news piece for the week. Sure. So yes. I'll say I'll Good save call. that for just a moment. However, um Snoke in Andor, I think could work. And yeah. I think if it done work, correctly, if done correctly, I think it has a lot to do with Thrawn and what we've seen from Rebels and what we've seen from the final episode of Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. If they decide to do really do the Mount Tantus thing, mm-hmm. as those concept art leaks kind of showed us, you know, uh, several, this is probably a couple of months ago now when those came out. That yeah. you know, it says Mount Tantus right there at the bottom. Yes, it does. And it's not like that wasn't official. You don't just have no one just releases concept art and then says, "Oh, here, you know, throw a name on there." Sure. And, I mean that—that's the thing. Just tossing you, the fans a bone on that one. <laughs> yeah, and I and to all people listening and watching, if you're a Star Wars fan by any stretch of the words, go follow Matt Martin on Twitter. He's one of the Lucasfilm Story Group guys. He will go back i i talked to him this week he'll talk to anybody on twitter and uh i believe his his handle something like missing words at missing words or something he he's phenomenal he's a cool dude and he's very respectful of all areas of the fandom um and he often will say hey who wants to talk about uh the expanded universe mm-hmm. he doesn't use the word legends he uses expanded universe it's kind of interesting so go. he's willing to talk about things like mount tantus so all that to say, I think it could work. I do think it, they need to be careful if they were to uh, do that. So yeah. that, that's kind of where I'm at on that. And if they decide to throw uh, throw Snoke into Andor, mm-hmm. I think it would the best way to do that is to use Thrawn as the uh, through line. Hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. And I'm not saying anything else because I want to throw that into our next news piece. Sure. Sure. No, I understand that. Um, is there anything else though that you want to mention about Snoke? Like potential for you, maybe things that plot plot points that could yeah. connect to Andor or, or how he would be incorporated. Thing, yeah, sure. The only thing that like really comes to mind is maybe we see Palpatine in the mm. flesh have a conversation with Snoke. And say something along the lines of, hey, um, you know, I'm doing this cloning thing. Would you be willing to be cloned? You know, something like, Ooh. you know, something like that. Only thing I can think of. And hmm. and and even if it's live action or it's something that's just mentioned off screen, you know, it's like, oh, I it's like, he's OK, let's say Snoke's in the scene and we kind of just see him talking to somebody and he's like, the emperor approached me about blah, blah, blah. And now here I am. <laughs> and yeah that's that's official snoke that's canon by the way um he's like let, let me do this thing real quick i can't do a snoke voice so i just don't I can't either I, I, can't. I can't mimic circus i can't no who can nobody can <laughs> he, he's andy circus but it, anyway uh that's the only thing i can really see happening is just okay. that okay you know we're gonna see maybe that happen 
Hmm. Uh, also, you know, for, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I didn't even consider that as as well, what an did option. You, what of, did you of like a of like a younger Snoke, like the original, the OG? Yeah, like maybe pre Scar, or yeah. maybe or maybe that Scar is just like a variation of the original donor like we see with the clones in the clone wars and bad batch uh-huh. you know maybe it's a a deformity or I, I mean the options are really endless you know because uh-huh. we, we have we get cloning in all various forms i mean shoot yeah that's how we got emperor palpatine back in the rise of skywalker he's a clone you know mm-hmm. and that's where we are with the story so i mean there's always that's kind of like the x factor in star wars i feel like it's the force mm-hmm. and cloning those are our yeah. two big X factors and you combine those together. Maybe we do get something snokish. Sure. Now, didn't they, I can't remember this for some reason I'm blanking on it right now, but with Andor, haven't they said something about it being kind of like bondish or, or yeah, they've mentioned the word espionage. Okay. Is and... it possible to where, you know, he's busy doing something, mm-hmm. but then just kind of like in the Mandalorian, you know, it's a side piece scene there, yeah. but it just teases it up. And there is circus portrayed as Snoke somehow just off to the distance, having some conversation or I don't know. I mean, I that, really gets, don't that know. gets me excited. You know, I think that Disney, whether you are on one side of the fence or not, I think Disney understands that people were not happy with mm. certain things about the sequel trilogy. And I'm not saying one, one, one thing or the other. I'm just saying there are people who are upset by these things. And there's some people who just don't mind. Mm -hmm. And within all of that, I believe we're seeing connections from Mandalorian and Bad Batch that kind of go toward the sequel trilogy. And Bad Batch is kind of an odd one that they're doing it there because we already have Rebels. Uh, And Rebels doesn't do a ton to connect to the sequel trilogy a whole lot. One or two things that I'm aware of off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, you know... uh, I, again, the options are endless with what they could do, but as far as plot points go, other than what you've said and what I've said, I really can't think of much else except that I hope we see um, Cassie and like Merc people like he did in the beginning of Rogue One. Just it's a yeah. spy, it's a spy thriller type thing, and you know that's what I I want to see that kind of happen if that's what they're actually going to end up doing with it. Right. Yeah. There's there's a lot of possibilities like you said because because the the cloning technology and right and the canon kind of aspects that have been set up as far as everything that could possibly go into that and the legend stuff and the legend stuff yes yeah, so the expanded universe expanded uh, universe yeah. <laughs> all things are on on the table as far as how to yes. potentially incorporate snoke in and or if this is in fact true it could completely be false Andy Serkis could have just been visiting the set on a day or he could have just been directing an episode. Not hold on. I I shouldn't have used the word just directing an episode. No, never just. If Andy Serkis directs an episode of Andor, I think I think I'm just as more so (laughs) excited as if it would be Snoke that would be showing up in Andor. I would be more excited if he was directing. If somebody said he was directing, I lose my mind. Yeah. Yes, of course. Andy Especially Serkis. now that we've seen Let There Be Carnage. I mean, well, we know that we would probably I, get course. like an action packed. You're you're getting what you need. You're gonna yeah. leave you're gonna leave watching this episode super happy and and feel like you went on a great ride. Yes. So yeah, I would love and, to see and Circus like, direct. If, if the geek verse has its own infinity gauntlet, 
uh-huh. you know, three of those stones are Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, and he would have three of them right then and there. Well, he already does, but like if he direct right. if he directs also that's three stones too. Direct Star Wars, direct The Hobbit, which is Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and then also he could have his other one for um directing Venom. So it'd be it, pretty cool. We need to figure out we need to come up with a name for like the geek verse, the geek verse gauntlet. <laughs> we gotta collect all gauntlet. of our stones of the geek verse gauntlet. It'd be awesome. <laughs> there you go. Well, man, it it seems like it, almost every other week, two weeks, whatever, somehow yeah. Andy Circus is getting brought up because he's just so talented. And I love talking about the guy. I, I wish we could yes. see him in Star Wars for many, many years to come. But who knows? Maybe we will. We don't know. We don't know what they got up their sleeve. But we'll leave it up to the will of the force. We will leave it up to the will of the force. And one thing that was left up to the will of the force was this next news piece. The force works in mysterious ways, I tell you. From the Hollywood Reporter, which is no joke, by the way. This is absolute fact, honestly, at this point, potentially. I don't even think it's potential. It's happening. It's happening. Hayden Christensen will return as Anakin Skywalker in the Ahsoka series. Let me pause there before we say anything. Initial reaction there, DJ. Come on. <laughs> I mean, listen, I OK, here's the story of how I found this out. Um, when you when you have a pregnant wife, she mm-hmm. randomly has cravings for enchiladas. OK. All right. So I drive down the road to go pick up some enchiladas for her. I'm in the drive through at this place and I get my phone out because that's what you do when you're in the drive through. First thing on Twitter, Hayden Christensen. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to I'm freaking out. I'm having a full-on <laughs> conniption fit. I mean, it, it it's it was it was only a matter of time before I told a stranger. And I I I got up to the drive-thru window and I was like, I want to tell this dude so bad, but like, what are the chances he actually cares or even knows what I'm talking about? Sure. So I had to keep my composure. There's and I more got of us, Poe. Uh, there There's is more, more of you us. are you are correct. And so <laughs> that's not a bad Lando. I Thanks, get <laughs> I get home and I present the enchiladas to my lovely wife. And then I like, I have to tell you this. And she goes, Oh, I already know. I saw you tweet it. And I was like, <laughs> ah! I was just like, ah! I was so excited. I just like, you have no idea how cool this is. Yeah. <laughs> And I immediately, and it's unfortunate it was a Friday because my my dad does um, the radio broadcast for my old high school football team. So he mm. he can't read my text. My brother, Gavin, who's been on the show, a quick plug, go check out our episodes where we review visions. There's two yeah. of those. And Gavin and Jacob, our brothers, were there. But Gavin, he's a snare drummer in, in the marching band. So I, I couldn't text him about it. And so I was like, I have nobody to text about this right now. And I was like, everybody in the Star Wars world knows. So like mm-hmm. I I tell I tell you and you're like, oh, I know. And it, was, <laughs> it was like it was just this moment of pure joy. And had the sure. Halloween thing not become a thing, I, an idea, I would have worn my episode three hat tonight. I was. Yeah. Gavin's got an episode three poster hanging in his room at home. I was going to go steal it from him and hang it up in here. I mean, I had a plan except for this. And then I just <laughs> ran out of time today. But at the same time, 
good God. It's just, Oh, I'm so excited. I, I, I just, the words I can't, I, that night I watched revenge of the Sith. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, yeah. I sat down and I, I watched see Re- Dune. <laughs> I, that's fine. I watched a better movie. I just want you to know that. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah, there's a hot take. Yeah. There, but that is a hot that, take for most uh, <laughs> film uh, viewers. Yes. Yes, it is. However, uh, it, it was a good day at the foster household for me. Um, I, man, I was so excited and I, I, there's so many things I could say on and on about that, yeah. but cool. for the sake of time, Caleb, what, how did you feel when you read that and saw that for the first time? Oh, I mean, I was pumped. I was absolutely pumped and, and we'll kind of get to like the meaning of this for me and probably for you too. And probably for a lot of the people that are listening. I mean, this is big time news and, and it's great news, especially if, you're in our age frame like me and DJ where we grew up on the prequel trilogy and and we'll get to that in a second but before we get to kind of those meaningful thoughts I wanted to just read directly some quotes just to kind of set this up as far as speculation and all those lovely things that we do here at Mando Talk I'm going to read some direct quotes from the Hollywood Reporter so bear with me here for a moment and and hopefully this will get our listeners uh, speculating a little bit and getting your wheels turning. So first line in the article is Hayden Christensen is staying in the fold of the galactic empire. The actor will reprise the role of Anakin Skywalker, AKA Darth Vader in Ahsoka, the latest star Wars live action series from Lucasfilm and Disney plus multiple sources tell the Hollywood reporter. It is unclear how Skywalker or for that matter, Vader will figure into Ahsoka, which, like Mandalorian, is set five years after the events of Return of the Jedi and therefore after Vader's death. The character of Tano was the Padawan, apprentice, of Skywalker, so the latter's appearance in the series could be in the form of flashbacks, but knowing a thing or two about how the Force works, sources also posit the theory the character could be a Force ghost. Disney was as silent as Darth Maul when asked to comment. Production is due to begin in early 2022. So all of those are direct quotes from the great reporters of the Hollywood Reporter. They always get these scoops. I don't know if they get them exclusively or people whisper them into their ears and say, especially like Disney, especially like Disney. I think I've always had the opinion that they told the Hollywood reporter or whoever about the Rosario Dawson as a Soka report to see yeah. what the fan base thought. I think it's always one of those things. You never know if it's like, Oh, they figured it out or that the company actually told them to kind of gauge the audience. Well, we know how the audience is going to react to this. Everyone is ecstatic. Yes. Everybody wants to see it. When you see those quotes, DJ, anything stand out to you? The first thing that stands out is the fact that whoever wrote this article is clearly a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody writes in there, Disney was as silent as Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Unless you, I mean, and it, of course, he's not very silent in Clone Wars, but he's very no. silent in The Phantom Menace. So, yes, he is. Um, and, uh, you know, we can talk about that, but we'll say that for another time. Um, you know, these quotes make all the sense in the world that, I mean, it's something I think fans want. And mm. I've been seeing people say flashbacks. I've been seeing people say um, force ghost. And I've heard just about everything you can yeah. say about these. So, I mean, at this point, no idea I feel like is new when, when you say these, when anybody says these things. However, I think that 
Thrawn could play a, a specific kind of role in okay. this. Here um, we go. We're getting into some predictions and speculation for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a little wild, but also not too wild because according to now canon, you know, Thrawn novels, I'm not sure which novel, I'm not sure which trilogy, I have no idea, but I know that Thrawn and Anakin meet up at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specific. Specifically, like Anakin, not Darth Vader, just to make sure. Oh, do you have the novel? I think it's Thrawn Treason. Okay, so I, I don't know. Um, so if you're if you're watching, please comment, tell us, um, just to double check for us. But uh, at the same time, I think that that makes sense that Thrawn would know he's got to know Vader. I mean, at least know of him. I mean, they were both in Rebels, so I mean, it's not that far of a stretch of the imagination to say, hey, they are aware of one another on top of that this novel tells us anakin definitely knows who thrawn is um and they've met up and they've done whatever that adventure was all that fun stuff so to me i think that there's a connection through thrawn via a flashback not clone wars but with ahsoka Mm. uh you know i think that the ahsoka tv series will take place in a similar time frame to where we are in mandalorian season two yeah, I also think that we can work some makeup and de-aging magic to make Ahsoka potentially look a little younger, or yeah. I should say Rosario Dawson, mm-hmm. and throw some sort of a bone out there where it's just after Rebels ends and she's off to yes. find Thrawn and there's there's this kind of a thing there. And then, you know, I, how that all connects to Hayden is still escaping me totally. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard to know and it's so hard to speculate on what could be with these things. And I think, you know, that could tie into an episode and that's how Hayden comes in as a force ghost. And shoot, yeah. who, who knows at that point? It just, it's so many different crazy options that Lucasfilm has on the table mm-hmm. and what they do with that. You know, I, I just, I'm excited to see how they make all that work. Uh, as far as what I think, will happen oh mm-hmm. wait you go i want to hear what you have to say what, what else do you have to say about these quotes man okay sure well force fact check here it's actually thrawn alliances okay w- where uh vader and thrawn kind of work together and butt heads a little bit so check out vader that novel. or anakin vader and thrawn okay i just want to make sure it wasn't anakin i believe and thrawn. I, yeah. I it's a book that i have haven't read it yet uh, I have plenty so, of those. Don't feel bad. So I, I can't <laughs> necessarily answer that question, but because that book came out with a choose your own cover where it's Anakin and Thrawn beside each other or Vader oh, and Thrawn beside each other. Okay. So I think there were actually some run-ins, both situations. Both si- oh, okay, cool. So uh, anyway, anyway, my thoughts um, on what you're saying there, I, I think that would be awesome. It would be awesome to see thrawn somehow be involved with getting anakin or or hayden christensen whoever anakin or vader hayden christensen regardless uh, involved in ahsoka for me for some reason i keep coming back to just wanting to see hayden christensen as anakin in the clone wars and this gives me that opportunity or it gives us that opportunity of somehow getting a flashback and seeing you know Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan, Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka, Hayden Christensen is Anakin, live action, just doing a flashback scene to show like the the connections and the camaraderie that those three individuals had together. 
this is that opportunity if they want to do it. Uh, but I also think it would be just as and probably more meaningful as far as the story goes for it to be a force ghost situation for Anakin to come yeah. back and discuss with her kind of, and they kind of finally have that, that come to Jesus moment, I guess of, okay, th this is what happened. Uh, I feel really bad about, you know, turning to the dark side, <laughs> all the, all those meaningful things that they probably need to say to each other. Man, That'd be it, really cool. If that, if that happens, you know, Star Wars has made me cry exactly three times. Mm -hmm. And that was all in the rise of Skywalker. I was feeling all the feels the first time, <laughs> the first time I saw that movie and the second time and the third time. But um, this is a different level of waterworks because yeah. what people have already done, I guarantee you the most watched episode of rebels since this news has come out is Ahsoka versus Vader. Oh yeah. There's no great, th great episode. And, and that, that alone is the re I'm just tell you, I, that's the whole reason I watched rebels. Mm. I never saw an episode of rebels until it hit Disney plus. So mm. when I finally got to see Ahsoka and Vader, I was like, I got goosebumps just now thinking about it. I, I mm -hmm. don't know. I feel like people say that a lot and don't mean it. I legitimately just got goosebumps <laughs> thinking about that. I felt it all down my arm and my cheek. <laughs> I'm just, it, it blows my mind that they did that. So when we get the line in Mandalorian season two, where she says, I've seen the best of us fall. There's no worse fall to the dark side than Anakin Skywalker. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Dooku was pretty bad. Saj Ventress is okay. But the way Anakin fell was so dark and sad. And even having watched Revenge of the Sith the other night and watching Anakin burn alive, you know, you're just, it's so sad. I mean, it just is so sad. Mm -hmm. And when you tie that into Ahsoka's lines, like I said, for Mando, and then also now thinking they could have a moment, a come to Jesus moment, as you said, um, where they say, look, this is what happened. And I'm sorry. And here's the thing I think is most important to consider Mandalorian season two, Ahsoka's uh, appearance, that episode was called the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And in rebels, um, Vader tells her, uh, revenge is not the Jedi way. And she says, I'm no Jedi. Mm -hmm. Filoni was on both projects. Why would he name Ahsoka the Jedi aside from the fact she's carrying lightsabers and can use the force? I think that the Force Ghost appearance to Ahsoka took place prior to Mandalorian Season 2. Mm -hmm. That is why she is called the Jedi and does not present any kind of a opposition to being called a Jedi in that particular mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. So that is why I think flashbacks are so necessary. I don't think flashbacks are necessary for Clone Wars' sake. That would be awesome. Yeah. I think they're necessary to give us some levity as to why she is called the Jedi hmm. in uh, Mandalorian and call me crazy, but that's like my biggest hope. I mean, it, I, I will, I actually, I'm going to go on record and say this. I will be upset if that's not what happens. Hmm. I really think that's the move that whoever's in charge of the Ahsoka series. I'm not really sure who's in charge of it. Is it Filoni? Okay. Absolutely. No I, mean, one I, have no, I mean, I have no idea. For all I know, it could be someone random. But, um, but you know, 
Filoni, he's going to make the right call and the right move. And I think yeah, story-wise, that makes the most sense. We've got to figure out why would she go? We know why she went from I'm no longer I'm a Jedi to no longer a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Why would she then pick up the sabers hmm. and then say, I'm not a Jedi to Vader's face? And then Mandalorian several years later say, not even be worried about the fact she's a Jedi or not a Jedi or whatever. I think we need to see that hmm. story. And I think well, the force, I think the force ghost thing actually helps with that. Yeah. I mean, I like I like what you're saying. You know, my personal interpretation of that title of it being the Jedi was just that's how Din Djarin viewed her as the Jedi. Oh, as, that's fair. As him trying to get Grogu totally to fair. that individual. So I still think there's, I don't know, it, it's like a we're tiptoeing around it like is she jedi is she not at that point whenever we get to season two of the mandalorian and then also something that clicked in in my brain whenever you were talking about that was i've subscribed to this idea and i don't know how this is going to work and if if it's even possible that when we see ahsoka at the end of rebels that's after she has met din jaren and grogu because she she's ahsoka the white at that point. And I think okay. Filoni was asked about this and he didn't deny that that was a possibility. And he almost said something that kind of teased it as a possibility that when we see Ahsoka and Sabine at the end of Rebels in the finale, it is actually, in fact, after the events of Ahsoka Tano in season two of The Mandalorian, because wow. she's at that point Ahsoka the White. And maybe some form of connection with Anakin is what pushed her to go to Ahsoka the White and become maybe more so that, I don't know, I always think of Gandalf in in that scene of uh, of that finale for for Rebels. That's that's just some things that I'm thinking of as you were kind of talking about that. I I don't know how to piece all of that together. I don't think I'm glad it's Dave Filoni and not me. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I would, you know, I would 100% screw this up. And (laughs) most Star Wars fans would. You know, when people yes. are like, this is what I want to see, you know, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. You know, like, yeah. you're you're not the one they're paying the big bucks. You know, <laughs> that's why Filoni's in charge. Um, I did. I don't think I knew about him saying that in an interview or letting that slip. I, I do realize that the finale or the epilogue of Rebels finale was, you Oost. know, it's post Return of the Jedi. post Return of the Jedi post the Battle of Endor because Sabine mm-hmm. very clearly mentions that. But oh wow, I just I'm kind of blown away by that thought <laughs> that yeah maybe it maybe it is you know and, and why what I was trying to say a minute ago was that it was for clarification's sake so I'm making sure we're all on the same page here. I was saying that it was a, a Force Ghost appearance that we saw before Mandalorian season two. Correct um at some point and you're saying no it's after that Mm -hmm. and i love the dichotomy that we've struck here because it's 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 interesting because i think both theories can work Uh but yours makes more sense because she's not wearing white in mandalorian season two and something else too is maybe that moment in the mandalorian season two is when ahsoka finally gets her lead of where thrawn really is and that's why she goes back to get Sabine. But this is a limited series. Isn't that's, it? I, I don't know if that's been confirmed. Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to go to the Google machine. I don't know. But regardless, you know, we will kind of segue that we'll come back to this, obviously. But real quickly, yeah. I want to just share how meaningful this is for me as far as yes. Hayden Christensen being Please yet do. again in another Star Wars project. First of all, 
the fact that he was coming back for Obi-Wan Kenobi was enough for me. Like that was, that made me happy that, that Lucasfilm recognized that the fan base is there behind Hayden Christensen at this point. Yeah, sure. The prequels, maybe people weren't, but at this point, the people that were young have grown up and they, they love star Wars and they love Hayden Christensen and they love him as Anakin Skywalker. So that is absolutely incredible. In my opinion, I love seeing Hayden Christensen come back and it blows my mind that, that they're bringing him back in Ahsoka. And that tells me that they have absolute confidence in his performance in Obi-Wan Kenobi. If they're a okay with him coming back for Ahsoka as well, because yes, they love making Canon connections like that for us as fans, but they wouldn't green light this idea. If Hayden Christensen didn't do great in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sure. Because it's a business at the end of the day. So that tells me that we have nothing but good things to see from Hayden out of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And I don't know. It just means so much to me because as a child, you know, I grew up wanting to be Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker. He was so cool. I loved the hair that he had dressed up for him as for Halloween, like consecutively (laughs) year, year after year after year. Because sure. I loved the character, and he made going to the dark side cool. He yeah, made he it did. cool he, for me. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> now, granted, that might not be the right thing to do, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm right there with you. And um, currently on my Facebook page, uh, my personal profile on my header, my cover photo, I have a picture of me at seven years old standing next to a painted picture uh, birthday sign that my grandfather did of Hayden from episode two and so most of my childhood like you was spent wanting to be not just a jedi i wanted to be anakin yeah (laughs) and man that period of time between 2002 and 2005 that three-year period man it was everything i could do to like not spin a lightsaber and try to mimic hayden and and I, i wanted to be anakin skywalker every day of my life if not anakin luke you know i wanted to be a skywalker which i think is most star wars fans especially for boys and and guys in general you know and there's a lot of there's a lot of female fans a lot of girls that really want to be luke skywalker too they want to be a jedi they want to be like leia you know they want to do all these things we all kind of feel that so for me to and i'm and i'm leaving out padme because it's more of a prequel discussion I mean, my sister and I would pretend to be Obi-Wan and Padme or Anakin, and we would have lightsaber fights and we would have our own Star Wars adventures as kids. I'm sure you and Jacob did the same thing. I mean, 100%. I mean, bloody knuckles and all from all the lightsabers. Oh, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) And all my friends growing up, too, we all wanted to be Anakin. Not a one of us didn't. And there was one guy who was like, no, I want to be Obi-Wan. Like, look, I know you want to be Obi-Wan, but you want to be Anakin. Like, and Obi-Wan's cool. That's a a good point, though, that. Uh, you just made me think of what's that i feel like now that we've gotten older obi-wan kenobi's gotten cooler yeah i think he has because you you want to be the hero yeah you know but like as we get older i think we as human beings we crave knowledge we Uh crave wisdom and obi-wan kind of represents that yeah in a way however he has his flaws as a Mm. leader as a as a master and he he's one of the more knowledgeable masters on the council by the time we get to episode three that's yeah. why he's on the council. Um, but you're right. I think as we get older, we want to be Obi-Wan. But as kids, we all want to be Anakin. We all want to be, we all want to be Luke, you know. Yeah. 
Um, and so for me, as far as the meaningfulness of Hayden's return, that's why I got so excited in the drive-through of a Mexican restaurant. I mean, you know, a lot of people have different and similar stories to me. They're like, oh my God, I, I was, I was shaking. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. I was shaking not because, you know, Hayden Christensen's like the greatest actor ever. Cause he's, he's not right. It, it, it means something that he would say, you know what? I understand that I, I created maybe issues for people, but there are a lot of people who love this character. Sure. I, I don't necessarily owe it to them, but I think he probably looks at that and says, I owe that to myself. Hmm. I'm, I've been given a chance at redemption and that's the story of Anakin Skywalker. And yeah, it's it now is. kind of become the story of Hayden. And I still wish to this day that we could see that with Jake Lloyd, mm. um, with the, the Phantom Menace, you know, actor for Anakin. I, he's mm. been through it, man. I mean, and he's still going through it um, with the mental issues he has to deal with on a daily basis. You know, I would nothing would make me happier than see Jake Lloyd brought out at Star Wars Celebration and everybody just Jake, 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 because because yeah. he he's Anakin, too, mm-hmm. you know, and I you don't get hayden without jake and you don't i mean just that's me talking about you know son of a sidestep but even as a kid seeing phantom menace i wanted to be anakin skywalker i wanted a pod race Mm. and then in episode two i wanted to be in the geonosis arena with a green lightsaber you know and that was cool wanted to get the girl (laughs) at the end of the day i mean you know that's that's kind of what it, it comes back to that and yeah, I don't necessarily want to get my legs chopped off and burn in lava but i still want to be cool with a lightsaber yeah yeah, it's it's great having him come back. Not only are we getting him back for Kenobi, which again was enough. Like it was, it was enough to acknowledge that that he is so many. He he is Star Wars to so many people out there. Oh yeah, um, I mean, it was it was great for them to acknowledge that for Kenobi, but it it's even more so great now that they're acknowledging it some more with Ahsoka. But who knows, you know, you, those of you that are listening, watching, you tell us what you expect from Hayden Christensen in Ahsoka. I can't wait to see it. It it seems like it's going to be forever and ever and ever away, but I can't wait to get that moment. I just can't. Honestly, this gets me more excited for Kenobi, too, because like I mentioned, if if he if they're good with him going to Ahsoka, that means he must be great in Kenobi. No, I think that's. 100% 100% what they're saying and I went ahead and just tried to make sure what if the Ahsoka series is a limited run or not yeah it is a limited series oh okay um so if they decide to do the things that we talked about mm-hmm. and it's only like eight episodes like Mandalorian's been sure that's a lot of work they got to put in yeah it is if they go they got to go some kind of a route with either a force ghost or a flashback mm-hmm I don't see how they get around that and having Hayden in there. They're not going to just take a picture of Hayden, throw it up on a wall and say, ah, that's my master. You know, like, right. so I don't think Ahsoka is that kind of a sentimental person anyway. Um, she doesn't strike me as she strikes me as very much a minimalist. Yeah. Um, and of a Jedi, which most Jedi are, but like, I think that she's been hurt enough that mm-hmm. she's like, no, I'm going to, you know, this is, this is me. This is it. It's me. I keep to myself and, you know, very Ronan, you know, as she mm-hmm. was in 
in Mandalorian, but I think there's elements of that in Rebels as well, specifically Rebels. Not so much Clone Wars. I think Clone Wars is just a learning type of situation for her. Yeah, um, absolutely. Which, which it really was. She was a Padawan after all. But anyway, it is a limited series, and um, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but it doesn't – it doesn't make me upset. It makes me only excited for both Kenobi, as you said, and also Ahsoka. Yeah. It, it just means that they're going to do all sorts of insane Star Wars-y things, and we're mm-hmm. going to jump into hyperspace hopefully at some point, and it's it's just going to be a blast, and, and yep. we're going to love it. Next, 2022 can't get here soon enough as far as Star Wars content. It's, it's the year of Star it's Wars. It's going to just roll and roll and roll, and before you know it, Ahsoka will be coming out. I think in 2023 is is probably when we can possibly expect it since it's apparently going in production early 2022. So we'll yeah. see. We will see. But that is our show. You tell us what you think of of all of those or not all of those. Those two big news pieces. One of them was more so rumor. But this second one, Hayden Christensen coming back. Big news pieces. You can tell us in discord that discord link is in our description we love discussing on that platform theorizing speculating getting to know each other having all kinds of fun so come check us out in discord and tell us your thoughts on all things star wars anything geekverse just actually just anything you know we're we're more so like a family on discord if i'm being honest like we just say whatever say what's up how's it going move yeah. on move along do you do your thing <laughs> we love it we love to, to discuss with you guys but again thank you so much for everybody that that listened this week dj thank you for being here always glad to be here i will talk about star wars for hours upon hours but unfortunately we can only do it in about an hour around here so yeah that's if you want to if you guys want to talk more star wars just tweet at at rebel scum texan i will respond there you go or hit me up in discord you, you, can pri- you can private message me in Discord. I don't care. There Do you go. I w- I'll talk about Star Wars on any level. I don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. We hope that you have a blessed week. And as always, we have spoken. <laughs>